us. Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who We are back in on a final four Friday edition of the program. Thanks for being with us. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. One hour down, a whole nother hour to go. We got lots to talk about. Uh, Jake's got the pony up today. It's looking fabulous. Uh, how's it feel? It's uh, it's tight. It is tight. Like a toyga. Like a toyga. Okay, um... Saw something on on a tweet that I wanted to bring to you. Okay, take away the Rams, the Bucks, and the Packers from the NFC, and then give me um, a team that you can see other than them winning the NFC, and then we'll do it with the AFC as well. 49ers. Pretty easy, you think? Or uh, anyone else? Cardinals? Cardinals, maybe. What don't you like about them? Uh... Kyler Murray, man, I, I like Kyler. Don't get me wrong, but don't let his stuff, that, the attitude. Yeah, but don't let the rub you the wrong way stuff bother you. What kind of you know from what kind of player he is, which is a really really great. He's player. very talented, and I think when they start winning and everybody's healthy, all of that will go away. So I think the Cardinals are in the conversation, um, but outside of that, not out nothing. Dang, no, here's what's crazy: no yeah. team out of the NFC South. NFC West, Rams, Cardinals, 49ers, Seahawks. Okay, the Seahawks are, you know, their thing. They were 7-10 last year. Dang, still 7-10. Those three games are, you know, and then the injured game. They win 10 games last year. Russell Wilson's not hurt, and they sucked. Cowboys? I no, say. I could not well, see Well, if that. you're taking out the Rams, the Bucks, and who else? The Packers. Packers. If you take those guys out, it's the 49ers, the Cowboys. Actually, now that I'm looking at it, it's only the 49ers after that. What? Yeah, the Eagles can't win. No. Um, the Saints can't win anything. The Bears can't win anything. The Vikings can't win anything. It is It's the 49ers and the Cowboys. It's the 49ers and it's I put the Cowboys and the Cardinals in the same boat. Okay. Non-realistic contenders. That's fair. Non-realistic contenders. Contenders, but it's not realistic. You They'll make the mean? playoffs. Uh, uh playoffs. I I, I playoffs? I, I, I just hope playoffs. we can win a game. Talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The NFC is weak. The NFC stinks. Outside, of, it's top heavy. Okay, yeah. I've got another one for you. Take the Chiefs and the Bills out of it. Who can win the AFC? There's a lot more. Like? The Broncos. <laughs> Let's go. That's right. The Bengals? Uh, they were just in the Super Bowl last year. I don't believe year. they could do that. What? They're just a 10-7 and seven team, bro. They're just 10-7. They, they were in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, I'll put them in that conversation. I won't. Wow. Yeah. That was like one, a one-in-a-10-year circumstance I'll, for them. I'll put the Chargers in the mix. They've got a really good squad. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? But here? I don't know. About that. Nine and eight last year. Eh. Yeah, Their defense stunk. They have JC. They added JC Jackson and Khalil Mack. That's a huge addition. Those are two huge additions. Let me see. Did they give it the most? Oh, whoa. Oh, my. Hold on. 
points a lot. Oh, the Jets. Only the Jets. Only the Jets gave up more points than the Chargers last year. That's why they made these moves. In the AFC. Dang. Dang. Would you throw the Colts in there now with Matt Ryan? No. No? No, not at all. Titans? No. They've had their chances. How many more chances are you going to you know, get and need? Patriots? Dolphins? Patriots, no. Dolphins, no. Um, Not the Browns. Ravens? Um, They finished last in their division last year. That's because Lamar was injured. Does Deshaun Watson planning on playing football this year? He's gonna he he's probably gonna get suspended. Well, why don't they do it now? What are they waiting for? More I don't know. I don't know what they're waiting for. Okay, now put the Bills and the Chiefs back in. And you have anyone to win the AFC who wins the AFC? Probably the Bills. Why? They are they were just that right there last year. Uh, they had that shootout with the Kansas City Chiefs, and now the new overtime rules. Uh, maybe they had actually would have won that game. Um, remember with like the the and they added uh, Von Miller too. Remember the Bills kind of stunk for a little bit there. Yeah, they only gave up two hundred and eighty nine points last year, um, as opposed to like the Steelers gave up three hundred ninety eight. That's a hundred more points. The Bengals, almost 100 more points gave up than the Bills. Uh, 60 more points the Titans gave up than the Bills. The Broncos were second in the AFC and fewest points allowed. Third behind the the Patriots. The Broncos' defense was good. Really good. Can they be that good again? Mm, No, I don't think so. But the offense is going to be so much better that exactly. they might not have to be give up 310 points. Can give up 375, and that's probably somewhere where the balance is. And you know the Broncos will be scoring 420 more than that. Cowboys scored 530 last year. Okay, the Packers scored 450 last year. I'd say somewhere around there, 450. To you know, to give you a little bit of okay, well, you know what, what what would that mean? Well, last year they scored three hundred and thirty-five. <laughs> Imagine scoring another one hundred and fifteen points and spread that out over seventeen games. The quarterback makes all the difference, and Russell Wilson, he's automatically going to get give you that. I went to the standings here, NFL standings, and I'm going to email them. And ask you if I can get one on their chat support. I'm trying to get them to put an X for clinch to the playoffs next year to the, uh, next to the Broncos. Already? Yeah. Broncos clinch yet? The division? The division? Yeah. No. They still they still have to do it. They look good on paper. Don't get me wrong. But they still have to get it done. First year head coach, which there's going to be some question marks around. The entire coaching staff is pretty much rookies. They were so inept and illegitimate last year that they could just walk out on the field today and be better than anything we had the last couple of few years. Like right now, they'd go out there and score like 27 and like lose 28, 27 to the Chiefs or something like that. I'd be like, whoa, you know, like today. 
right now. <laughs> That's awesome. It feels it's, good. It's sweet. All right, 303-831-1340, hotline, go fast, energy drink, text line. Um, this is um, cake. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's cake. That was good. Thank you. I love cake. Pie or cake? Pie. What kind? Cherry. <laughs> what about like a chocolate cake? That's so delicious. I'm not a cake guy. I hate cake. You hate cake? Cake sucks. Except the band. I like cake, the band. Okay. Danny and Jake Smiley Sports. Someone who hates their stepdad. Definitely. This is uh, 21 Pilots. Oh, this is Young the Giant. I'm sorry, what? Young the Giant. I don't know. You never would have got it. I thought I may Did I say that? I might have even said that now. Are you sure? I think you said 21 Pilots. Whatever. 303-831-1340. The hotline. The go fast. Energy drink text line. Thanks for being with us. Uh, lots of ways to get involved with the show here. Breaking news here I'm seeing on Twitter. Kaepernick has signed a three-year, $28 million deal with New England per Schefter. That's an April Fool's. That's an April Fool's for sure. Uh, I saw another one. Uh, Julian Edelman said, on to the next chapter, and it said, breaking news. Uh, Julian Edelman signed the Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm pretty sure it's fake. You can't, you can't trust anything today. Well, let's go to um, ESPN. And where I see none of it, not nothing of it, like not I mean, any of that stuff. Uh, new NBA Hall of Fame class, basketball Hall of Fame class. George Carl, huh? Yeah, George Carl in. Uh, Manu Ginobili, Tim Hardaway, UTEP two step, and then Swin Cash, who maybe had the coolest name in all of the WNBA. Swin Cash. Straight cash, homie. Dang. That's a great name. Swim Cash, homie. <laughs> Bob Huggins, too. It's a pretty good class. Swin Cash, Manu, Tim Hardaway, George Carl, and Bob Huggins. Okay. Okay. Ginobili, four-time champion, two-time all-star, and the sixth man uh, winner in his 16-year career. Tim Hardaway played on five teams, including the Nuggets, where I remember him picking up that teleprompter when he got ejected out of the game and threw it onto the court. Picked it up, off the table, threw it onto the court. It's what Austin Rivers should have done. Um, I might have been there that night, or I might just think I was there that night. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Coach Carl coached five teams across 27 seasons, two, 22 postseasons, sixth all-time in wins. Sixth. Pretty damn good. 
was the NBA Coach of the Year in 2012-2013 for the Nuggets. We fired him at the end of that season. Yo. <laughs> fired. Bob Huggins has coached the, uh, several schools. Um, ultimate winner. has been great. Um, 900 wins for him. And that's it. Why don't, oh, man, they don't say anything about Swin. Oh, here. Uh, she's the executive right now for She's currently an executive for the Pelicans, Swin Cash. Three-time uh, WNBA champ, four-time All-Star, two-time Olympic gold medalist. Who is the greatest of those players and coaches? Who had the greatest? Who is the greatest? Out of that class? Yeah. Ooh. I or- think it was either Coach Carl or Manu. Yeah. I'd have it's between those two guys. I mean, I'd probably go with Manu just because of the championship pedigree. But yeah, you got to think. Of, you're right. You're right. Coach you're right. Carl, sixth all time, sixth all time in wins. That's that's pretty remarkable. It's pretty special. Coach of the year, Timberwolves at Nuggets tonight. They got a really nice opportunity. They, Who's out for the Timberwolves? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to check the injury report, but um, this is a great opportunity for the Nuggets to clinch a playoff spot. If they win tonight, they clinch a, play, uh, a playoff spot. Okay. I don't think that's including the the play-in tournament. I'd like to go check that game out tonight, maybe. Yeah, and it's another opportunity for Nikola Jokic going against another great center in the league with Big Cat for his MVP uh, you know, candidacy. The Timberwolves have lost four out of four. Their last five need a win bad. They can't fish any any worse than seventh. Um, and uh, they're just two and a half games behind Utah for the sixth seed. So apparently, Malik Beasley and Jaden McDaniel's are both out, according to ESPN. But that could change. Could be a game time decision. Uh, the Nuggets stink at home against the spread this season. They're 14 and 23. So anyone's thinking the Nuggets to cover, I don't know about that. I don't know about that at all. And the Timberwolves have been really good against the spread too. So if you just want to, you know, take the here emotion out of it and just bet the game to have something invested in the game, the best bet's probably the Timberwolves plus the points. Yeah, the the Timberwolves. Love to beat the Nuggets for some reason. I like the over 237.5 for the Nuggets and the Timberwolves. This has the makings of 122, 120, 125, 121, something like that. So I see the overcashes. Let's go out to the hotline. Get our guy. He's a mayhem icon. Singer songwriter, Chuck Nasty. Hey, Charles. Hi, Danny. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I never made a cake I didn't like. Me too. I, yeah, do you know what I even the other stuff. day? I was at the store and I was getting a cake for a little something. I almost got a carrot cake. I've never grabbed a carrot cake in my life ever. But as I get older, I'm appreciating. Like the other day, I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for the first time. I swear to you, it's been like 20 years or something like that. And I was like, that's pretty good. Damn good stuff. Yeah. Hey, that's that list of the NBA. All uh-huh. uh, in Hall of Fame inductees. Yeah, uh, George Carl. Uh, he was the coach of the, of the Seattle SuperSonics when the Nuggets beat him as the eight seed, the first eight seed to ever advance. Yeah, I just thought that was one of the highlights of George Carl's career. 
He's had a great career. His stuff in Seattle is the stuff of legend. He's the greatest, you know, Super Suggins coach of all time. He's the best coach on about fourteen teams. Um, yeah, he's was he was the greatest coach. Yeah, but Doug, Doug Moe, uh, I, I, he, George Carl was the greatest Nuggets coach probably ever. I, you know, let's not get too. It's not overthink stuff. Let's, he was very he successful. He didn't do very good in the playoffs. Yeah. Hey, but I wanted to mention about Bob Huggins. Uh-huh. Now, Bob Huggins. 1966, took UTEP mm-hmm. to the NCAA tournament, and it was the first time ever that he had all five as a player starters black. No, he was the coach. In what year? 1966. That can't be true. He's only like 28 years old. He's 80 now. Mm. Mm. Uh, but he, he was the first coach at first team ever to have five black starters. On the team. Okay. And so that's really important to Bob Huggins. The last team was Cincinnati he was coach for. But he he was a bunch of coaches on a bunch of teams. Mm -hmm. Hey, Danny. Yeah. This is the weekend. We got Kansas. Yeah. Rock, Chalk, Jayhawk. He's right. And uh, I I like our chances. Bill Nova's solid, solid team. But I think we have two or three more players and yeah. a better and a better coach. Uh, I do too. Um, see, we 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 got it all going on, Danny. Um, I think that uh, the Nuggets are going to make some noise in the playoffs. I think that the Avalanche are going to do something special, and I think that the Broncos are preparing for a journey that's going to, in five or six years, we're going to say, "Wow, what a what a ride that was." Hey, give us the title, the division title right now. You want me to do I it right see, now? I don't see any competition. Dang, I'm going to see. Yeah, you're, you're making me feel like I'm ready. You know, I got them clinched. They already clinched. I got the, uh, the clinched. Broncos clinching the playoffs already. Got an X we, next to them yeah, in the standings. The division title. Yeah, they clinched already. And we're going to have a home game in the first round. And, uh, you know, just start putting the tickets. Mm-hmm. We got to go, Chuck, but that's good stuff, buddy. Hey, man, I had to... Join in. I remind you about Kansas, and uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Good stuff, Chuck. Thanks a lot, Danny. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. A little more on the Nuggets tonight. How important do you think it is for the Nuggets to finish... Um, as I'm looking at the standings here, finish, dang, they are tied with the Jazz, okay? Jazz own the tiebreaker, so the Nuggets are the sixth seed right now, tied for the Jazz, 5-6. They are two games behind Golden State and two games behind the Mavericks. Do the Nuggets stay in six? Um... I don't think they do. I think they finish strong. Do they pass the Jazz? Yes, they do pass the Jazz. I think they could even pass the Golden State Warriors. <sighs> There's what? Six, seven games left? There's five games left. Five games? Well, still, that's that's enough time. And the Golden State Warriors don't have Steph right now. Let me see what the Warriors got the rest of the way. They got the Jazz. Ooh, yes. They got the Jazz tomorrow, then the Kings. 
then the Lakers, then the Spurs and the Pelicans. They're not catching those guys. No, probably not. Not with the losers that they play. Okay, let's take a look at what... What do the Jazz have? Yeah. The Jazz have the Golden State, like we just said. Um, they also then... Um, Grizzlies. Ooh. Thunder. Feisty. Suns. And the Blazers. The Nuggets can pass the Jazz. Plus, the Jazz have lost six out of their last ten games. And it's just not kind of right. And then, lastly, the Mavericks. Take a peek here at the Mavericks, who are tied with Golden State two games in front of. They're the third seed, the Mavericks, man. They've really gotten their act together and had a really good second half of the season. But I'm not a believer in their um, roster. Get your damn act together, okay? Mm -hmm. They have the Wizards, then the Bucks, then the Pistons, and then the Blazers, and then the Spurs. You're not catching them. I'm now thinking the best that the Nuggets could do is get to five, and I think they will. So it's then about who will they play at four? Do we have the Mavericks? Do we have Golden State? And do you know what? I'll take either matchup. I'm fine with playing either of those guys. Uh, Luka is going to go score 40 in five games in the series, but the Nuggets going to win the series. And if they get Golden State, if Steph's out right now, I don't know how right he's going to be in two weeks for the start of the NBA playoffs. And they're just not as good as they were at the beginning of the season. They've kind of wore down. Draymond's wore down. Clay is still trying to come back. Jordan Poole's still a young player, good, talented but young. I mean, you got the, all that, you know? You, you got to bring all that to compete with the NBA's MVP. I'm feeling pretty good, Nuggets. Let's go win this first-round playoff series against a good team. We'll come out on the other side, a little you know, more seasoned, a little bit more confident for it. Jamal Murray comes back. There's a chance we get, to be honest... Golden State in the second round. Dallas in the first round. Boom. A cha cha cheese. A little vino. Mwah. My compliments to Coach Malone. Danny and Jake back on the other side. It's Mile High Sports. Okay, just tell me so I don't gotta look like an idiot. Abso facto. I'm sorry, what? Abso facto. Abso facto? Yeah. Okay. Lapa opso? Yes. Asso facto? Asso facto? You're an asso facto. Uh, 10.32 a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live from the Tech Center. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Uh, it's a Final Four Friday edition of the program. Um, are we sure that Kansas and Duke are advancing? Yes. Villanova's second best players out of this tournament. They're yeah. toast. And then North Carolina, can they pull that thing off against Duke again? I think they're, no. you know, I think they've had a great run, a great ride. 
Um, Hubert Davis has been incredible. I like seeing Roy Williams in the stands, in the crowd for all of these North Carolina games. But, like, the Tar Heels for half the season weren't very good and weren't even a tournament team until a really, really, like, uh, incredible stretch of run they had down the season capped off by that uh, win in Coach K's last home game. And they're here now. So, again, it's like the beauty of the tournament. No one thinks they're, um, you know, they're underdogs, but that's as blue blood as blue blood gets. So they're talented. I mean, they're it in, wouldn't be crazy shocking if they could pull this off. It wouldn't be crazy shocking just because they, they did it before earlier in the season. Uh, but Duke is playing hot right now. And I think North Carolina, they're an eight seed for a reason. Um, Duke, you know, a top two seed. So they, they've got uh, they got a lot going for them. But we got a text from Alo, and he says the winner of the Duke UNC game will win it all. Why does he say that? I don't know. I mean, I need more than that. What's that based off of? What is he saying that? Why? Why? What happened to Kansas? It's a gut feeling, I guess. Okay, I'm just wondering what's happened to Kansas in his mind. I don't know if he's seen Kansas, but they got everything. They got everything. Veteran guard play, couple real good white boys who could do anything. The best, you know, big man in college basketball who looks like a future pro. Yeah. Okay. And a great coach. You can't forget how mm-hmm, great mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bill Self is. That's right. He's probably one of the most underrated coaches, actually, kind of in the game. Um. We picked Kansas to win at the beginning. We got to roll with Kansas. I want Duke to win it. I decided. I decided I want Duke to win it. I'm rooting for Duke. As I well. mean, like, why would we want Coach K to lose? I mean, like, what do we have it out for Coach K for? Like, what we, you know, like the best story, the best story ending is Coach K beating Kansas in the national championship, riding off into the sunset. That'd be the best story. I mean, the best story is definitely not Kansas winning. Villanova would make for a great story. They're a smaller school, yet this would be a third national championship for them. Jay Wright's incredible. They do it different than, they do it very different than these other powers. You know? And then the Kentuckys and the UNCs and the Dukes and the Arizonas. And, uh, you know, maybe more like Gonzaga, I'd say. But they found a way to pull the whole thing off. If Villanova is able to win their third national title. Jay Wright goes down as one of the most underrated coaches in college basketball history. Absolutely. Top, we just easily just like catapulted. Again, Bob Huggins just made the Basketball Hall of Fame. Zero um, national championships for the guy. And while college basketball maybe is as hard as any sport to win a championship, it seems like, again, it's the real blue, bu- blue bloods who do it. Um, Jay Wright's got two of them. So Villanova's pulled this thing off before. Would they officially become blue bloods? I think they become the next Duke. Maybe they start to become the next Duke. Yeah, because I mean, then um, you know it's like you can have. If there's no more Duke anymore, then Duke's not Duke, and North Carolina's not North Carolina kind of anymore. That's changed. Roy Williams. So Gonzaga's actually picked up some of that slack to go get those two or three McDonald's All Americans that there's only twenty of or whatever. They go get those guys who used to go to North Carolina um, and used to go to Duke, and we'll see if they still are going to go to Duke. Are they still? Going to want to go to Duke without Coach Kither? I'd say, yeah, but if you don't win, that all that all wears off. Right. Like Memphis is where it was at because Calipari was at Memphis. 
Derrick Rose, the whole thing. Once you leave Memphis and you lose, then it's like you're just Memphis old. You know, you're Memphis again. So maybe we see Kentucky have a resurgence after Coach K's gone. I think now so. Calipari's kind of like the last. I've always thought that he would win one more there. You know, he's won one. I think he wins another one. I think Calipari is good enough of a coach and has the talent enough where there'll be another season where he, you know, puts the whole thing together. Uh, Bill Self's, you know, grandpa. He's older, but I see him probably doing this for another five years. Kansas will have a chance to win another one. Uh, Mark Few, man, that's a weird one. Now I'm realizing that Mark Few probably should have took one of these really good jobs, and you know, another time ago, yeah. some time ago. I could appreciate trying to get it done there and win there, but like, man, when you see Villanova do it, you and again, you know, I, I think when we broke it down on Gonzaga a week ago, and we saw the Santa Claras and the Pepperdines, it was just they're not built. After, you know, after playing in that league to go out there and make a run and win it all. The level of competition it's is too just, weak. The change of the it's level of competition weak. is just so drastic. When you go from playing those types to, you know, the, the level of competition that you play well, they in, played in the tournament. eight real teams, nationally ranked teams from the Dukes, all these teams. They played them. OK, that's what Mark Few does is goes outside of the conference and then schedules all these tough games. They were a 500 team in those games. And listen. Just like any other, Jake, power. It's 500 against the other best teams in the country. The difference is you have to be able to win six straight games to win this tournament. And they can win six, six straight games against Santa Clara and Pepperdine. And then maybe one, you know, Texas Tech. But when you got to go play uh, St. Mary's, the best of those others, two times, two really good St. Mary's, a North Carolina, a... Uh, Another team that's a power five that's come out of nowhere, and then Arkansas, and then go beat Kansas to win a national championship? Sorry, Gonzaga. I don't think so. No way. No. And that's probably why Villanova is going to be a, another great team in, in this upcoming few years now that Duke it might not be a, yeah, as much a of a powerhouse call. as they've been in the past. Coach K is a huge draw for, for any basketball player. Villanova's got them like what it takes because they can go get a couple of the best play, high school players in the country, but also they're going to keep guys around to be juniors and seniors. Some of the guys who are going to, you know, the gritty gutties do that dirty work for you. And I think that's kind of how you win national championships. Not like Kentucky where every single guy is potentially going to go to the NBA. Um, Duke got away from that a little bit. Duke got away from that a little bit. And um, Duke was down, don't forget, for a minute or two until they won their national championship again a couple of years ago. So it's hard to win championships. I mean, it's just true. Oh, it's... Panic on the brain. It's 20... On pilot. Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's go to break now so we can have one full final segment. We'll put a betting slip together. Uh, any loose ends, we'll tie up. Got some NFL stuff. We'll talk about Mr. Unlimited a little bit more. It's Miley Sports. You ready, Jake? I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Let's blow. Girl, I must warn you. Final segment of the week. 
It's a Final Four Friday edition of the program. I want you guys to have a great weekend. I think Duke and Kansas will play on Monday night. We'll obviously be in on Monday to talk about it, but enjoy the games tomorrow. Nuggets got the Timberwolves tonight. Kind of a big one for the Nuggets. If they want to make a move here uh, up to five and any have any chance at um, getting as high as three. As high as three. I don't think, you know, mathematically the probability chart would be about one or two or eight percent of that happening. But it goes up to get to four and it goes way up to get to five. So all that kind of stuff matters. Uh, and there's no jockeying for position because... Other than avoiding the Suns, you'll face anybody and you'll feel good about it. The Grizzlies are dangerous, but they're young. And once the intensity is rat the intensity's ratcheted up a little bit in the playoffs, I think the Grizzlies will have a rude awakening. And I think the Grizzlies are so good now and they'll be so close that in this offseason they'll consolidate, move some of those young talented players for Bradley Bill themselves. You know? Something like that. So uh, they're dangerous. Watch out for those guys. But other than that, you know, the Nuggets, it's like we got to act, Jake, and try to um, embrace house money. That the, that the Nuggets have nothing to lose. They have nothing to lose. And this is all house money for these guys to go out there and just play free basketball without the pressures of the expectations of like winning it all or going to the Western Finals because no one believes that. So when they do, it'll be incredible. And everyone will understand how unique and how special Jokic really is and how he impacts a game and how he impacts the, you know, um, the flow of a game and it, the overall end goal of winning the game at the end of these games, which I don't blame him for these this team giving up big leads and collapses because they're not all that deep and talented. So when the second unit comes on there, they're one of the worst second units in the NBA. Teams know it's their chance to cut the 17 lead, you know, point lead down to seven. And they do it because, you know, even the worst NBA team has got a couple ball players on it. I mean, again, the Pistons are playing good ball right now. They stink. Uh, they just whooped the Sixers. They did. And they've been covering everything. Um, yeah, that's my thought on the Nuggets. House money, let's go out there and let's run. Let's see what uh, Jokic could do if he has to go score, you know, 35, 15, and, and 12 to win games. Then let's do it. Let's ride him. Let's, ri it's let's ri ride that horse. It's unbelievable what those boys did. <laughs> it's unbelievable mm -hmm. what they did. One more. It's unbelievable what they did. <laughs> I mean, like you said, it's house money. They're two games out of the three seed. And that's without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Two suit, the two max contracts. That's what, that's like thirty five million each. That's seventy million annually. Seventy million annually dollars worth of player, two players that they don't have on the or talent. That's seventy million dollars worth of talent they don't have on the floor and worth of minutes for guys and all that, man. But I'll tell you, I'm hoping that you know uh, the Greens, Jamichael and and Jeff now have. You know some, um, some expectations to go out there and play big minutes and big playoff games and have like the wherewithal now and talent to kind of do it. Jeff Green does. He's old. He's an he's an old man who's seen it all and done it all. Uncle but Jeff. Michael Green's a guy like normally. Ooh, I wouldn't even want him. I mean, you know, not like we need him. You know what I mean on the floor. Jermichael plays his role. 
And coming off the bench, he is decent. You know, he's solid. He's not going to, you know, be your first guy off the bench. And he's not going to be a six-man of the year. But he gets the job done. He'll get some boards. He plays decent defense. And that's that's really all you need out of Jermichael Green. Uh, but both those guys are going to have to step up in in the playoffs if they want to have any chance of getting out of the first round. Aaron Gordon's got to become everything we thought he could be and play that high-level basketball with the high basketball IQ that we know he can. Will Barton's got to be the good Will Barton. He's going to be a real interesting X factor in these playoffs for us because if he's like unselfish Will Barton who's the scorer and hits dagger buckets when we need, that's one thing. If he's dribbled the ball around forever Will Barton when I'm like, what are you doing? He's putting throwing balls up in the lane. He's you know got arms like my wife. It's like, that's bad Will Barton. But right now, FanDuel Sportsbook is giving new customers $150 in an instant bonus guaranteed. That's right. You'll get $150 in bonus site credit. All you have to do is place a bet of $5 or more. Okay? It's a minimum $10 deposit. Okay? You bet five of that. Bet five of that on the tournament. Okay? In any way, shape, or form that you want to, how you bet the bracket is up to you. Money line, totals, prop bets, parlays, we're parlay builders. It's up to you. But once you do it, you're going to get $150 in an instant bonus, and it's guaranteed. There's no strings. It's not you have to hit that $5 bet or jump through a bunch of holes. There's no maybes here. This is the exclamation point slam dunk. This is you're betting $5 and getting $150 to go do whatever you want on FanDuel. And again, I've deposited $50 and turn it into 500 bucks, a thousand bucks before. So 150 bucks is going to take you a long way if you're smart and if you're patient and um, that's it, man. Or you put it down on one bet real quick, turn that 150 and 300 and I'm cashing. Let's go. Join Fandle today with promo code MHS and you can place your $5 bet to score $150 in bonus site credit guaranteed exclamation point promo code MHS. Remember that. Um, that's my promo code, so we know that we so they know that we sent you. That's important on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. We appreciate it. 21 and older, present in Colorado. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable site credit that expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Ask me anything. Tell me all your thoughts on God. With Bobby Wagner joining the Rams. Yeah. Do they run it back? Are they going to be uh, in the NFC Championship game next year? They're least? very good again next year and probably better in the regular season after one full season of uh, Matt Stafford. Now it's kind of his team, his guys, all that kind of stuff. The second year is usually the year where, like with Brady, second year. Uh, actually, they won the first year with Brady. Damn. Uh, second year with Peyton, Super Bowl. Um, it's, you know, that's what you would naturally think after another year you go out there and be better. But, um, what were you talking about? I lost my train of thought. Uh, the Rams, Bobby yes, Wagner. yes, yes. They'll be in. Um, they'll be in the divisional round of the playoffs. So I'm not saying that's as far as they'll go because if you win the divisional round of the playoffs, you're back in the NFC Championship game. They got that kind, those kind of goods. Matt Stafford's a really good player. That coach is a really good coach. Their running game again. They're who is uh, their uh, Cam Akers? Yeah, he was hurt for most of the year. You know, hurt for most of the year. Came back right away. They was a lead horse. Him back at 100% uh, next year will make them dangerous and dynamic. They got everything. Rams got everything. I think the Rams will be better than the Packers next year. I think the Rams have a chance to be equally as good as Tampa Bay. And who's that other team? 
That's it, really. That's it. I mean, those those three teams, the Packers, the Bucks, and the Rams. I mean, I guess you could throw the 49ers in there. It's way more likely the Rams return to the um, Super Bowl than the Bengals, that's for sure. No doubt about it. I mean, like you said earlier, it was a magical run for Cincinnati. Fill in the blank. The Broncos are the what number best team in the NFL right now? In the entire NFL. In the entire I'm going to say, like, as of right now, before seeing anything. <laughs> uh, right now, as on of, paper. They've done they, nothing. They've, it's just words. They've done nothing. Literally, else. it's just words and um, uh, pin to paper signing contracts and money funded into bank accounts. That's I'll, all it is so I'll far. I'll put them at seven. Seven? Seven or eight. You know, th- that, that kind of range. I want to put them, like, at four or five, but let's do it. So you got the Chiefs. You got the Rams. You got the Packers. Bills. You got the Bills. You got Tampa Bay. Tampa, yeah. That's it for me. Then I put the Broncos at six. And and I can make the argument that uh, the Broncos will have a chance to be better than two of those teams who will not be as good. Injuries, who knows, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's my thought. Do we really want to put the Packers up there? No, I think the Broncos are going to be better than the Packers. I I, think the Packers are going to take a step back. They have, again, it's like losing... Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill is is world crushing, is devastating, and will change you forever, totally forever. So right, but as of right now, you still got to give the respect to both the Packers and the Chiefs, just because of the quarterbacks that they have, and you know they they were just there last year. So uh, the Broncos still have to get it done, but I, I I'm with you. I think they could be a top four team. It, they could even make it, you know, to the AFC Championship. We got Duke and we got Kansas, right? Yes, sir. That'd be great for Monday. That'd be sweet for Monday for us. Okay, it's plus four on both games for so. Villanova, Villanova can't. They're, they lost that t- guy, and they need every bit. Of- Kansas minus four all day long. Give yes. me UNC plus the four points, though. I think that's going to be a really close game. It might be decided by a late bucket at the end of the game. Give me the Tar Duke Hills punished these guys four. the first time they played, but UNC was a different team then. The second time they played, Duke was desperate to find their way back into the game to try to win that important game for Coach K, and they drowned. It got the best of them. I think that that was a big-time learning experience, and they're going to have a chance to go uh, justify and, you know, uh, have a little bit of vengeance. Hammer um, time? Hammer time. Oh. 12-point win for Duke, and they're up by probably 17 at some point. My goodness. Alt spread combined 7 or 8, plus 200, something crazy. Let's go. Let's have a good weekend. Uh, good luck with the car search. Uh, let me know if I can help you with anything. For sure. Like driving it fast or going in there and telling them I'm your uncle and this is what's going to happen. This is how this deal is going to go down. You know, whatever it's going to take. For Jake Meyer, I'm Danny Williams. Anillo and Andrew are next. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Now I'm